Welcome to the Mom Village Podcast. We are three multicultural moms sharing our journey through motherhood with the Christ Center Foundation. For information and resources, visit us at our church's website at gofamilychurch.org. Or you can also email us at themomvillage at gofamilychurch.org. And please go over and follow us on Instagram at themomvillagefc. We're glad that you're here and welcome to our village. Hello, ladies, and welcome to the Mom Village. I'm Gis Marie Ramos. Bienvenidas. And I'm here with my friend Kira on my left side, like always, and Kristen on my right. And before we start with our new topic, Kristen is going to tell us the winners of the giveaways. Yay, ladies, we didn't forget about you. So these are the giveaways for the first two podcasts on homeschooling. So we have Brittany Pace, who won from the first session. And Brittany, we are sending you a Target gift card. And then we have Elisa Loveland Tarr, who won for the second, and she's (laughs) getting our Amazon card. So ladies, check your inboxes, and we're going to be sending each of you an e-gift card to either Target or Amazon. And that's just a little thank you from our village. Yes. Congratulations. And also be checking your Instagram because we will send you a message. If you don't check your email regularly, you'll see it in your Instagram inbox So as well. So congratulations, ladies. And let's not waste any more time, ladies. And let's go. We are going to talk about self-care and time management. Wow. Ladies, are you ready to talk about self-care and time management? We'll start with time management because it's a huge topic, especially for new moms and moms with little ones. Let's talk about time management, ladies. Are you ready? We're ready. Let's okay, go. let's let's start with time management with little ones. I know we can talk about this for a long time, <laughs> but let's go and start. What's a good routine that you guys can share to our new moms, especially with newborns? Just time management, something that they can help. It can help them just start their day. Kira. Well, it's been a while since we've had really little ones (laughs) in our house, (laughs) but I'm just thinking back over what would I've wanted a seasoned mom to share with me. Um, One of the things that I would definitely recommend for younger moms is simplify your routines, Mm -hmm. really take an evaluation of your life currently. Yeah. (laughs) And I know as women, sometimes we try to keep up the the same pace that we've had pre-children. But as we all know, life changes once you bring a baby into the house Mm -hmm. or once you bring that second baby and you have a toddler in the house. And then if you add on a third, I mean, you know, things are just (laughs) not the same. So I know a lot of times we try to keep up with the same pace. We're trying to cook the gourmet meals that we we used to be able to cook. We're trying to have that spotless home. But if we're all honest with ourselves, you know, with babies comes baby stuff. So your house, the the landscape of your house may look a little different. So the the one piece of advice that I would definitely say as far as time management is maybe um, just simplify your routines. Also, if you can source out some of the things that you used to do that 
took up a lot of your time. For instance, now, and I wish, you know, Kristen, we didn't have this like mm-hmm. when we had babies mm-hmm. where you could order your groceries. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Um, and yes. even for me now with older kids, it is such a lifesaver. I literally have a routine. Every Tuesday, we put in our Walmart grocery order and every Friday <laughs> we pick up. And it's become such a routine in our house now that I have the same pickup lady at Walmart. Her name is Lisa. <laughs> We have a relationship. She knows all about my kids and what's going on in my family. She knows what you're cooking for dinner. She, yes, exactly. I love her. So even with that, you know, learn to outsource some of the things that um, we want to always have control over. Mm-hmm. And my husband was very excited about this. He's like, oh, my goodness, now you won't spend three or four hours at Publix and at Costco and, you know. Well, I, it help us to stay in budget, too. It does help <laughs> us. Well, you know what? It helps yes. us stay in budget almost because I've shown my kids how to use the app. So I oh, found all of these no. nice little items in my basket. So <laughs> you're like, kind I of didn't a- order Twizzlers. Where did these come from? <laughs> <Yeah. out?" laughs> so, um, yeah, simplify your routines. Outsource if you can. Kristen, what are some of the things that you do in your house? You know, I figured out over all these years of being married, we've been married almost 26 years and I have a 24 year old. So we've, we're, we're not experts, but we've been in the game a long time. (laughs) And one of the things, no matter what season, but I think specifically when you have little ones, there are so many little things that must get done every day in regard to your children, right? I mean, especially if you're a new mom or you have a newborn, that baby requires a lot of food. From you. (laughs) And if you're nursing, then you're really the only one that can do it, even if though they're bottle fed. I mean, that's just a lot of your day, keeping Mm -hmm. them clean, keeping them fed. And so my encouragement to moms with little ones is make a list. What has to get done Mm -hmm. every day in order for me to keep this family going? What what uh, and here's the list part for me. My mind gets so cluttered. And so overwhelmed so quickly. Maybe I'm just really shallow, but I'll have all these things roaming around in my mind. Oh, my word, I can't do this. I got to do this and this and this. And then if I can get it on paper, it just makes me feel like I'm in more of control and I can see it. And sometimes I see, yeah, I'm going to need some help because there's a lot of tasks that actually have to get done. And I don't think I can do all these by myself. This is where uh, if you do have multiple children, what we talked about last time yeah. of mm-hmm. teaching them to work yeah. so that you're not the only one doing it. Kira, you've already alluded to the fact of re- you know outsourcing things if, if that's financially feasible. But just get a list and write down I what that. Has, has to, to be, be done. done. Yes, prioritize and, that list. And I will say it if it... And you have to learn and come to the agreement that if it doesn't get done, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. It's okay, mom, because now you have a little one that depends on you. Like Kristen is saying, 24 hours. Yeah. We have little ones. I have a one-year-old and I have a toddler, a three-year-old and a six-year-old and an eight-year-old. And I know what it's like, mom. Like we understand. I know what it's mm-hmm. like to be tired, to feel like we can never cross that list. And I love the making the list because visually we need to have visually like a to-do list that will help us because if if not we don't feel like we accomplish anything in the day and and we just get really down okay and sometimes can i just confess this even when i don't write it i go back and write at the end of the day so i feel like (laughs) i've done something I need a reward. That check mark's like, a reward. I'm like, oh, well, I did get this done, so let me go ahead and write it on my list probably, and put a check mark next to it. You probably have cue markers too, and then put a sticker on of it. Of course, why not? <laughs> but I love that because I think one of the things that mom we do a lot is like we put a lot of guilt on ourselves. Mm-hmm. 
unnecessary guilt, like I didn't make the list or I didn't do this and, and feel guilty because we put that pressure, especially on the on the house being clean. And I know it feels so good when our house is clean, but emotionally, mom, you're going to have to come to the conclusion. I mean, you have a newborn physically, you're, you're getting better, you know, like you just gave birth to a baby. There's sleeping time. It's crazy. You're trying to balance sleeping, eating, everything. So I will say too, like as long, uh, if you can involve your husband as much as you can do it because we feel sometimes we get very protective Mm -hmm. and we're like okay I'll do it as a newborn and like you were saying Kristen like we're nursing or bottom fit but something my husband did with me which helped me we didn't do it the first baby come on let's (laughs) let's just be honest (laughs) I was too overprotective but a second baby I realized I'm like I need to sleep if I if I need to feed this baby and be able to produce more milk and everything. I need to rest. So my husband will do the knife feedings mm-hmm. and I will pump and I'll just give him the bottle and he will do the knife feedings and that will help me rest. And that helped me in my time management to actually wake up and actually not be cranky or too tired and be able to then take care of the other kid while he was feeding the baby. So I love that, that what you Kira was saying, just, just make, make everything, you know, make a list, organize and use your resources, you know, don't just stress by yourself. (laughs) And I would even say if you're not a a young mom or a nursing mom, you know, when you're in that second or third season of motherhood, where whether you're homeschooling or your children in traditional school, they may have extracurricular activities. So that too may take you away from your home in the evening. I would say even with that, come up with some, some routines that will just work for your home. Use your kids as well. You know, it's not Mm -hmm. just a nursing mom who's going to be busy or stressed out or overworked or overtired, but absolutely train your children to do some of the, and I think we mentioned that in the last um, podcast, train your children to wash their own clothes. That's a blessing. (laughs) To to, to sort the laundry. My three-year-old can fold her Um, clothes. And I had to come to that point where Mm -hmm. I had to release control because I wanted certain things done a certain way. What I would definitely encourage moms with your time management my children have chores every day and it doesn't matter how old they are. You know, we have a chore chart and everything needs to get done because, you know, mommy can't do it all. So I would definitely say, you know, if you're in that second season of motherhood, teach your kids how to sort their own clothes and their own socks and yeah, load I, the dishwasher. That reminded me. Dust. That I mean, rem- whatever needs to be done yeah. in your house. <laughs> that reminded me in one situation. I remember we had a newborn and a toddler and I was always like, trying to feed the baby and then go back and get some rest. And at, at night, the kitchen would be a mess. And then my husband one time, like he saw me, like my hair was crazy. I was a mess. And he was like, you know, it's okay if you go to sleep and the dishes are not done. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Are you serious? You're talking to a Spanish woman. We're like clean and cleaning and, and fabuloso and everything. It has to be clean and smelling good. He's like, it's okay. He's like, it's okay. Just He's like, go to sleep. Like I will not be mad. And I'm like, really? And I'm like, oh. Okay. And I went to sleep. I'm like, okay, so I le- it's not like, guys, don't come to my house and think like it's everything is a mess and stinky. <laughs> but that day, you know, I'm, I realized I'm like, it's okay for me to let go. Like, it's not a big of a deal. Yes, probably I will wake up and it's a mess, and but I'll, I'll be rested and I'll have mm-hmm. the energy to do it. I think what our family is really long for from mom, and at least my family, is a non-frazzled mom. So like a a happy mom, a peaceful mom, a joyful mom. And it is hard to be those things when we feel like our our environment is out of control. And so I think that's one of the things that we're talking about this morning, why that's so important is because really what we want to 
do is be a reflection to our family of God's grace and joy and strength. And when we feel like our environment or our schedule is out of control and we feel like we're doing it all alone. And sometimes we like almost get in a pity party. Like we kind of want to do it alone so we can be martyrs, yeah. you know, like, oh, yeah. I want yeah. you to see how hard this is. <laughs> this is hard. See, because it was painful to give birth to that yeah. baby. And, and what a shame because our husbands are sitting there going, I'll take something off your plate if you'll just be nice. Or our kids are like, hey, I'll, wa- I'll you know, I'll wash my clothes if like, you'll no, sit and play no, a game with I'll me. Yeah. And, and I think about our, our working mamas who are juggling mm-hmm. so much. And so that's where, to me, the list comes in handy because you do start seeing like, I can't do all of this today. That's okay. What has to get done today? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then what can I maybe do tomorrow or the next day or get help to do? What about with toddlers? So mm-hmm. now that we talk a little bit, because we can talk forever about babies, there's so much, but let's go with toddlers. So one thing we've done in our house that has worked that I can share with moms that have toddlers is every opportunity I get, especially when you have more than one kid, or even if you have one, but every opportunity we get, we try to take one of our kids and go with us and do that errand or, or do whatever we need to do as part of uh, spending time with them, uh, time management. So like I have to go to Target. So I'm like, okay, who's going to go to Target? Only one person. And they're like, me, 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 me. So I'm like, so I go down the list. I'm like, okay, last time was Christian Anthony. So now it's Lila. So, and then I take it and even it's just to grab like what toilet paper and some supplies and everything that's our going out to Target and I maybe I get him like a little popcorn or something, yeah, but it's like, a, yeah, it's a special time with that kid. Or sometimes my husband's like, okay, I need to put gas. Who's coming? Christian Anthony's going, okay, let's go to Home Depot. And then Sienna's going. So I will encourage your mom, like, don't wait to kind of plan ahead of time. Oh, like, let's make a mommy and son date or daddy daughter date. I mean, we're in Corona season. We're very busy. We're trying to time manage our lives. Mm-hmm. A simple errand, like putting gas or getting groceries or doing an errand or going to an appointment, it can be a fun outing for them. So just split it and just take one at a time. And, you know, and that could be that special time. Um, We've done it and it's just for them, it's exciting. They just get in the car. I even tell them like, hey, you don't have to sit in your car seat. You can see your brother's (laughs) booster. Really? Like, yes. (laughs) And we switch up cars safely, obviously, safely, (laughs) making sure that they fit. But we just make it fun because if you wait for that opportunity to actually make a moment, that opportunity might not come. Like every day is that special day. And for a little kid, it's just every single day or every hour. So what's something, Kira, that you can share? Like when you have a little bit older ones, that's something that you can do to help spend time with them and also with your own time management. Well, as you know, teenagers are, once they reach teenage, we don't necessarily have a strict bedtime. (laughs) And uh, what I've noticed is that teenagers don't start talking until about 11, 12 o'clock at night. That's when they want to cozy up next to me. And of course, that's when I'm like ready to conk out. Um, So I've had to make a concerted effort to really spend time with each one of my, we have three teenagers in the house currently. Our daughter was the first one and she literally... I love spending time with her. I, you know, you want to be in tune with what's going on in their lives and you really do want to invest in what's going on with them. But for some reason, she just didn't get chatty until about 12 a.m. <laughs> so I've had to be just really patient with that. And on those nights when she wants to talk, it doesn't matter how tired I am. I just have mm-hmm. to kind of like sit up and, you know, and just listen. So I would say even if it's not conventional and even if it's not convenient, 
when your teens are ready to spend time with you, whatever that is, you kind of need to press pause on whatever you're doing because it may be something that's pressing on their hearts right then, or it may be just they want to spend time with you. And I think there's a myth out there that when they become teens, they don't really need you anymore. or They don't want to spend time with you. But I would debunk that. Yeah, that, I think they need you even yeah, more. Yeah, they need you even more. But they probably it, it, cannot express it. As a lot of times to. they can't express it. So um, like I said, for some reason, I don't know, the midnight hour just brings out the chatties. So all of you tired moms who think like <laughs> once once my kids are finally sleeping through the night, just know it's going to come around again. <laughs> Um, so I, I really, just like Jisma, I try to like pick little outings sometimes, especially with my boys, you know, it's a little different. I, okay. I must confess this. I am a boy mom, like 100%. (laughs) And I always wanted to be a boy mom. So even with the boys, I don't have a lot of the same interests, but I try to really like the other day it's, we're coming upon soccer season. So my boys, I knew they wanted to go to Dick's to get some new cleats Mm -hmm. and, (laughs) And I made it like this really big deal. So I had all three boys. Everybody needed new cleats and Thankfully, new sports shoes. Thankfully, they're not listening to this. <laughs> and um, so just out of the blue, I was in the middle, papers everywhere. I'm trying to get school stuff together. And I said, hey, guys, come on, let's go to Dick's. And they were like, what? Dick's? <laughs> that's that's their love talking? language. Oh, 100%. So usually I say, hey, come on, let's go to Target. That doesn't entice them as much as teenagers anymore. <laughs> but I said, come on, guys, let's go to Dick's. And they were like, all right, like five minutes, they were ready in the car waiting on me. And after that, I said, come on, let's go get some smoothies. So it was just like off the cuff. Come on, let's do this. Because I knew that that was something that they would want to do and they weren't expecting it. And this is like where we talked about back in the other podcast, like knowing your own kids. And I love like how you were saying, because you know your kids and then you're, you're finding those things that you can do with them that will help them start a conversation mm-hmm. or op- open like make them open up to you. So like for my kids, they're little. So, but I know those places that I, if I say them, like, like Kira said, they will get them excited, you know? And sometimes like, like if I, like I know now, if I want to talk to Lila, I know anything with ice cream, it will will make her talk. Yeah. If I say, Lila, we're going to go for ice cream, just you and I, she's like, although she has no problem talking, she can talk forever. But but that's the thing that will make her talk. Now, if I want to talk to Christian Anthony, I know it has to be anything with space and Legos and anything electronics. And so like I will say, mom, write this down. Like if you can find that thing that you know, it will spark that conversation for your kids, you know, that will make them talk no matter the age, you know, just find that specific thing that you can do with them as simple as just being a home coloring a book or going out to get something, you know, but find that thing that you know will help them open up and start a conversation because you know your kids, you know what will make them talk and kind of go with it. But Kristen, tell us something that, you know, has worked for you because you do have the teenagers that Kira has. You have not so many little ones anymore, but you still have little ones Mm -hmm. and even married ones. Yeah. Yeah. So let me just piggyback off of what you were just talking about. That was so great. And I think, you know, you think, why does that, why does finding something of interest to them open them up? And I, I think it's because we're, we're, we're getting in their territory and it shows them, even though they may not, if they're little and three, they can't articulate this, but it gives them this feeling that mom cares about me yes. and mom knows what's important to me is, is, first of all, she knows what's important to me mm-hmm. and she cares about what's important to me. And that is a conversation starter, whether they're two 
or 22. Um, and so that is that was such a great point, Jisma. And then let me say something that I thought of about toddlers, and then I'll jump to older kids. But yes, um, one of the things with toddlers that I found. Toddlers uh, or toddlers? Oh, <laughs> Ladies, we have different, we have language barriers on this podcast. I'm so Spanish. I say toddlers. I, I say toddlers. How do you say, say toddlers? Okay. Okay. Say it how you Let's will. Somewhere okay. in the middle. Twos and threes. Let's say it that way. Anyway, um, I think rest is really important for yes. them. And so you think, how is that time management? Well, if we oh, neglect their nap time, yes. if they are nap time people, thank you, mm-hmm. Kristen. And then mm-hmm. we get aggravated with them because they're not, they're, they're getting, they're misbehaving. Now, sometimes they misbehave, right? Because they're <laughs> sinful and that's bound up in the heart of a child. But sometimes I have to look back on, on times when my kids were misbehaving and I think, you know what? I gave them a spanking for that or put them in timeout. But or whatever. And the truth is that was on me because I didn't prepare the day properly or I took them on a three hour excursion and forgot the snacks or, (laughs) uh, you know, I had them out way past nap time. And so now my day's messed up because I didn't plan accordingly for them to have the rest that they needed. And so now I'm taking extra time disciplining or conjoling or whatever I have to do where my day would have run so much smoother if I would have planned that time. And even, you know, I, I will tell you this, you know, when we had three foster children for a while in our home and had to send one to daycare. So I'm thinking about working moms. Those daycare workers put those kids down for a nap every day. They don't don't give a hoot if that kid's tired or not. What does that have to do with anything? But that those people were going to be on that mat for two hours. And so they know how to do it. Mm -hmm. And so on the weekends, carry that over and do that. And I feel like our homes run so much better. We have a rule in our house that if you're five and under, you got to take nap nap time. Us too. No negotiation. I'm still doing quiet time at our house. We do quiet time too. On the schedule every single so day. So even if you're like, <laughs> yeah. even if you're five and you don't feel like napping, guess no what? Problem. It's root time. You got to rest your, time. You got to yeah. be in your room and you got to stay just there. Just change the vernacular. It's not nap time. It's and just pro- rest time. It's yes. quiet time. <laughs> and probably your mom, you're saying like, oh, well, my kid, he doesn't like this. Or maybe she, it's hard for her to stay in the room. You know what? Do whatever you need to do. But I'm telling you, that kid's staying in that room. You got to no, teach right. them because you need to rest in order for you to take care of your kids, you need to rest. So if you don't rest, how are you going to take care of those kids? No, it's so true. And if it's legal in Spain, it has to be legal in my house. <laughs> That's what I'm well, But I- also, I mean, like Kristen, you were saying, like nap time, it just, it defines their character. Yeah. Like if I'm telling you, if toddlers don't sleep, you're not going to sleep. It's going to be chaos. Please put those kids to nap, mom. Please, no matter their personalities, it's not what they like. They don't know what they want, mom. They're toddlers. They're three, two, and one. They're not president of the United States. Put those (laughs) kids to nap. Please, if something you're taking from this podcast is this, put your kids to nap. Yes, I agree. Honestly, you said it defines their character. Rest defines my character. (laughs) Sometimes Jimmy's like, I love you, but you need to go on to bed. Everybody in this house needs you to go on to bed. So we need rest. And of course, that's important. Did you nap? Because I sometimes a lot of moms say, oh, well, that's my time to do my thing and clean my house. I'm like, no, you rest. You take time and rest. If you don't feel like sleeping, you know what? Lay down and rest. And maybe that time management is for you to read your scripture or your devotional Mm -hmm, or just listen to some worship music. 
you need to rest. I don't want you to rest looking at Instagram and looking at Facebook and scrolling down on social media. That's not resting. You got to literally just lay down and rest because if not, you will not be able to take care of your little ones with love and take care of your family with love. You're going to be like cranky and all exhausted. And like Kristen was saying, your character is not going to be the best one. No, no. So you asked if I napped. I do. And I used to like hide that because I felt like it looked like I was lazy, <laughs> but I get up early y'all and yeah. uh, stay up late. And so now, you know, I feel like I have my feet in lots of different seasons. And so I've got yeah. some that get up super early, some that stay up super late. And so, yes, I don't care how old our kids. I do. I take a nap every day, just in case y'all are wondering. There you go. <laughs> well, Kristen, listen, if you're ashamed, I do the same. Well, I do I, the it's same. like my recharge hour. It, yeah. Because around that three Three o'clock every day. I'm like crashing. I'm thinking, oh, yes. I still have about nine, 10 hours to go. So if I don't like, listen, my husband, <laughs> stop right now, my husband knows when he comes home, he sees me with the, the crazy hairs. He's like, did you nap today? Yeah. I'm like, I did not. He's mm-hmm. like, did you have your coffee? I'm like, I did not. He's like, today's a bad day. Because <laughs> they know it's just, I wake up really early to go and work out and take me care too. of the kids and everything. So if I don't nap, I'm telling you, it's going to be chaos. <laughs> so no gain, no, no shame or guilt at all, moms. No. And, you know, some people, I mean, I have a great friend who cannot take naps. She just can't do it. But she finds other ways. She reads or she has her quiet time for the day, gets a bruise, a good little cup of coffee or whatever. But you have to find some space to recharge so that you can be your best self with your people. Yeah. And then what about teenagers? Like, I know Kira shared a little bit about teenagers. I don't have teenagers yet. That's why I have you wise moms with me. (laughs) And I have my book here because I'm taking notes as well. But Kristen, what about with teenagers and older kids? Like time management, like especially because you have a couple ones now that they're married Mm -hmm. and then you want to be respectful of their time and also mm-hmm. spend time with them. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you can't spend that much time because they have a wife now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then you have teenagers and other little ones. How do you balance that in a healthy way? Yeah. So I, I think multitasking, multitasking, comes into that, huge. Yeah. That you feel like you're giving enough time to each one of them and none of them feel, you know, left behind. I know most of it is us putting guilt in ourselves, right. you know, but. Yeah. No. So I think, I think, you know, y'all are going to get sick of me saying this, but where (laughs) lists come in again. And so even before, you know, we just dropped two off to college. I can't talk about it right now. It's still too (laughs) raw. But, and then I, we just left one of our married sons who is living in Louisville and we're going to go see another married son in a couple of weeks. And so we're calendar wise, we've had to adjust like, okay, what is important to us? And so how do we calendar that time for them? Because I've got four children now at home and four children that are in different states. Oh my goodness. Two in Missouri, one in Louisiana and one in Kentucky. And so we have to get that on the calendar. That's a time management issue Mm -hmm. for me. Like, okay, how am I going to block that off? What am I going to do in these weeks that I'm home to prepare for that. But even our teenagers who are in our home, I keep lists like this is what I want to make sure I do with them this month, or I want to make sure that I, you know, have this time with them. And so I love what you said about 
taking them to Target with you or taking them to Home Depot or whatever. Now, when they're teenagers, you got to get a little more creative. So Dick's Sporting Goods, you know, your, your venue changes. Yeah. Isaac is 19. He's not going to get fired up if mommy takes him to Target to get an icy anymore. But Dick's Sporting Goods, yeah, he'll, he'll do that. Or the mall for a new pair of shoes as long as I don't drag him around to four different stores that I want to go to. So you have to be str- strategic. But I would just say a huge part of my time with my teenagers especially my sons, has turned into cheerleader mode. And so I have to be intentional with them in order to build relationships with them so that they'll hear some of the hard things we have to say. And so I really try to be intentional telling them the things that I notice about them that I love. We can always go to the negative, right? And I think about that with, with Jimmy and me, like how much of a balm it is to my soul when he says something positive to mm. me yeah. and little things, little things. But, and so that's how we are to our children. And, you know, when you send them a, a teenager, a text to say, Hey, I noticed this, yeah. that's huge, but that takes time management because it takes intentionality. Yeah. And so those are some of the things that I you, that. you may have to write down mm-hmm. to be intentional about, because it's not that you don't want to do those things. It's just, if it's not, on the forefront of our schedules, it'll get lost in the day-to-day grind. Yes. Kira, you can testify about that. You want to share something with teens? Well, I love what Kristen said about being intentional. Mm -hmm. Um, Because as a young mom, you're so concerned with the physical, taking care of everything that's physical. I mean, Mm -hmm. you're changing, you're feeding, you're doing all those things. And once your your kids grow and there are so many things they can do independently, a lot of times... You feel like, okay, they can do this, so they don't really need me. And in all Mm. honesty, that is the time that you really need to pour in and be intentional about spending time and connecting with them. And I've heard so many moms say, well, you know, they're off with their friends or they're doing this or doing that. But that is the time that we need to really schedule in Mm -hmm. to spend time with our teens and you know, in all honesty, I, I really do believe in my heart of hearts that my boys like spending time with me and no, my girl likes spending time oh. with me. I want to believe that. So they if they don't, they that's do. okay. They do. So, I mean, just going back to what we said about finding that that niche for each one of your kids and also that time management of just creating an environment where they can all spend time together. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just... My daughter's been home since COVID for a while now, and she's home this semester. And I had not seen my kids get together and like play Nintendo all together in a while. And just like a couple of weeks ago, one of the kids said, hey, I think it was Malachi because he's the, the glue that he always wants everybody to be together. And he said, hey, guys, we haven't played Nintendo because, you know, they're all in different places doing different things, hanging out with friends. And I literally walked around our couch and just took pictures and videos of them Mama all was sitting so there. Happy. I literally was about to cry. And of course, they're yeah. teenagers. They were like, what is going on? What? What's, <laughs> what's going on with you, mom? What's going on with you? But it just warmed my heart that we have fostered that environment where our kids still want to be at home. They want to invite their friends at, to our homes and that we're still spending time. We're like yeah. pretty decent, kind of cool-ish kind of Girl, you are. Parents. You're rocking <laughs> your camo dress today. You're <laughs> kind cool. Of cool. She is camo so, dress today so with yeah. her white sneakers. I, she yeah. is rocking it. I, I love that. And I will say this, that huge time management piece for moms. If you don't do anything else, think of this other than I know they have to be fed and cleaned and stuff. If you have more than one child, you make a priority when they are young 
to have them love each other and spend time together. I don't care if they hit each other upside the head with blocks (laughs) half the time. You keep at it and keep trying because moms, when they get older, you can't manage that anymore. So like right now when they are toddlers and young people, you know, like elementary age, you can manage their schedule. And so what a shame if we manage it in such a way where they never see each other because they're gone to school and then they have sports and then they go to sleep at this friend's house. I'm not saying that any of those things are bad. We do all those things too. But we better be building and fostering relationships with them as part of our schedule and our intentionality because I have grown children now who are 24, 22, have wives of their own. And I can't make them be best friends yeah. anymore. Yeah. But we've already done that. And I'm laughing because as we're doing this podcast, my, we have a family group chat and it's like blowing up <laughs> all day, every day. They're talking to each other. I'm not uh, saying, James, did you call Daniel? How, I mean, yeah. you know, they, that would be annoying. And yes. and I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't have to do it. They're already together because because that intentionality has been built in and I'm so grateful. And so, yeah. Your husband, I remember he had a conversation with my husband and I love when they have conversations, they can (laughs) share their wisdom. But one thing he he shared one time that I've never forgotten is like, when you're disciplining your kids, you want to, what is it, mold their spirit without breaking? No. Yeah. Help me out. It was something like that. It was like um, shaping their character without breaking Breaking their spirit. spirit. Mm -hmm. There you go. It came out. So, and I love that because, and every time I try to um, discipline my kid or have time with my kid and everything, I'm thinking, okay, I need to, I'm shaping and molding this character without breaking who they are. And that helps you so much just like you were saying, because you want to make sure they have a great relationship between them and all of them. So as you like navigate and trying to figure out what time is good or not, like for for example, us in calendars, I love that you share that because in my, our house, if it's not in the calendar, it's not happening. Mm-hmm. I'm so we had to get to this point because there's so many things and little activities, and I'm not at the point of teenagers yet or, or older kids, but. If you don't plan, mom, like we are sharing, I'm telling you, you're it's going to be chaos, but it's going to be so much easier to navigate appointments, especially when you have little ones and so you have to go for shots all the time or doctor's appointments. If you don't plan ahead of time, you it sounds crazy, but it will give you so much rest yeah. just to plan ahead. So, and not least, but I want to add ladies, what about when you have older um, parents like how do we navigate with older parents? And the reason why we're adding this to time management is because some of us, believe it or not, to the younger moms, we have older parents. And then how do you navigate spending quality time with your parents when you have little ones too, and you're trying to spend time with your spouse too? Like, how do we navigate that? Um, Well, you know what, I'm in a season where I am a caregiver for my mom and um, I'm an only child. So it's really just me. So one of the things, I mean, it's so simple is that even when we're just doing life at our home, Mm -hmm. I'll invite my mom over. I mean, when we're in the middle of a school day, you know, I try to integrate her as much as possible. I mean, although I may not have littles anymore, I mean, my mom can still help out with, I mean, she loves being a helper. Hey, if you want to like straighten up the kitchen or fold some clothes (laughs) or sit and read with our son, or I mean, sometimes she just wants to be in the midst of our home. Yeah, I love that. And I mean, it feeds her soul. It feeds my kids because they're continuing to foster a relationship with their Mima. So I would just say if you are you have those older parents, I mean, sometimes I just don't have the time to go and sit maybe with her for a couple hours, but 
listen, we have an open door at our house. So that is just one of the really simple ways that, um, you know, when I'm going to Target, I mean, okay, yes, I go to, please don't tell my husband, but I do go to Target a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I swing by and pick her up. So I would just say, hey, just integrate your your parents and grandparents as much as possible. I love that you said that that, that feeds her soul because the reason why we're bringing this up is because parents it's like they need that time with the kids. And sometimes we get so consumed with our little ones and our, our to-do lists and our things that we forget that we have to spend time with their parents. And then we one day are going to be those parents too. And for us, like, like for example, I love that you said like folding clothes because Christian's grandma, who's, I think she's 96 now, but she's as strong as nobody I know. And she comes over and she always tells me, she's like, hey, where's that basket? Bring it to me. All those little clothes and those little socks. She's like, and she's just folding clothes and just, we're just having great conversations about life and everything. It's just, it's feeding my own soul. Mm -hmm. And also my mom is, she's in Puerto Rico. She's in a different place. Like literally you have to take a plane. So I love the fact that at least we have social media, we can do FaceTime and she can see the little ones. So it's important not all, like not only have um, time management with our family, but also with your parents, because that the kids see that they see that they grew up with that, and just seeing our parents and the older ones just bringing knowledge and love. They, mm -hmm. I love that they can grow up like having their grandparents around and and all that wisdom. How about you, Kristen? How to that will work for you? For yeah, I just think you know in general, and is that. We have to learn how to bring people alongside what we're already doing. And, you know, when we were discipling students at when I, I was working in, with youth ministry in Louisville and I would say, oh, gosh, I don't have time to have them over because I'm trying to have these kids. And then this and Jimmy's like, you don't have to, you know, stop your world to have them over, graph them into what you're doing. And I think that's the key with you know, older parents, you know, extended family, people you're trying to disciple, our own children, figure out how to graft those times mm -hmm. into the things that you're already doing. And that's a more rich time because you're letting them yes. into your world. Yes. And so I think that's important. So let's do a quick recap, ladies, because we like to kind of go over the topic. So we were talking about time management and we talk about spaces and simplifying your routine. Make a list. Use your calendars, please. Find something that can start a conversation with your kids. And nap time, please. Put those kids to nap and be intentional with your teens and your little ones. So that's a little recap. And this is part one of time management. Now, don't miss part two, because we're going to talk about the spouses. We're going to talk about self-care and how to spend more time with your spouses. So this has been self-care and time management. Thank you for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.